When you serve God, do you give Him all your heart and soul? Or do you sometimes do mitzvahs half-heartedly? Welcome to the Transformative Dove. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 46 of Tractate Subas, and we learn that you can't do anything with half a heart. That means you're dead. The rational agnostic will serve Hashem with overflowing passion. Here's why. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The prophet Isaiah was born into a royal family. First cousin to King Uzziah, he turned his back on the pomp and grandeur of nobility and railed against the excesses of the middle and upper classes. Material prosperity had brought in its wake spiritual decline, and Isaiah was prepared to reveal the nation's true religious colors. It wasn't the people were no longer observant. They still kept mitzvahs, but many were simply going through the motions, performing them by rote. The book of Isaiah famously opens, To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices to me, says God? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he-goats. Bring no more vain offerings. It is incense of abomination to me. New moon and Shabbos, the holding of convocations. I cannot endure iniquity along with the solemn assembly. Your new moons and your appointed seasons my soul hates. They are a burden to me. I am weary to bear them. Let's look at today's Gemara. One who says, I hereby pledge half my value upon me, he donates half his value. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda says, he is flogged and must give his full value. Why is he flogged? Rav Papa said, He is flogged by having to pay the full value. What is the reason? It is a decree in the case of one who vows to donate half of his value due to a case where one vowed the value of half of himself. And one who vows to donate the value of half of himself implies halving an essential organ. Let's analyze the Gemara. One of the ways the Torah suggests a person may contribute to the communal coffers is called erech. Essentially, if an individual is moved to donate the value of himself as a person, the Torah has a chart that lays out various values categorized by age and gender. For example, a 20-year-old male's value is 50 shekels. The case brought by Algamar concerns a fellow who pledges to donate half his value. According to Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, no such category exists. Half of him would mean half a brain and half a heart, which makes no sense. He must therefore pay his full value despite the wording of his pledge. When it comes to our service of Hashem, we need to go all in. Sadly, many people adopt a half-of-me attitude to their religious life. Doing Judaism half-heartedly is just not good enough. Half a heart equals dead. Why do many people not give their all to heaven? In many cases, it's because they're not absolutely certain that Torah is the truth. Maybe this whole way of life was made up by Moses or the rabbi somewhere along the way. Maybe there is no life after this one. Maybe there is some afterlife, but when I get there, I'll find out that I chose the wrong path all along. If a person isn't absolutely sure about it all, presumably it only makes sense for him to hedge his bets and not go all in on Torah and mitzvahs. He's not suggesting that he doesn't believe in it. After all, he's not an atheist. He's just not sure. Basically, he's an agnostic. And so, it's no wonder that he ends up giving only half of his heart and mind to Judaism. Let me explain why such an approach is completely irrational. The inventor of the famous Pascal's Triangle framed it as follows. If I told you tomorrow that all of the tap water in town will be poisoned, you would have three ways of thinking as to how to proceed. 
One response is to believe me and buy bottled water. The alternative to that response is not to believe me and go ahead and drink the tap water. But then there's a third possible reaction to my claim. You respond that you don't know whether or not to believe me. You're not sure. So you tell me you've decided to adopt a compromise position. You'll buy some bottled water and mix it up. You'll drink a little tap water and a little bottled water. And if I'm right, you drink poison. Because it doesn't matter how much bottled water you drink, it doesn't offset the effects of the poison tap water. What should you have done? The rational conclusion when you're not sure is to err on the side of caution and avoid the tap water altogether. Intelligent agnosticism doesn't lead to avoiding a situation or going halfway. If you want to cover your bases, you go all in. A rational Jewish agnostic wouldn't make a half-hearted attempt at mitzvahs. He would give it his very best just to be on the safe side. The good news is that if you're agnostic about your Judaism, you're in good company. We live in an Alma de Shikra, a world of falsehood. Up there, in the Olam Amos, the world of truth, all is revealed. But there's no freedom to choose between right and wrong because our free will is predicated on our inability to see clearly. The divine gift is the ability to choose to ignore the warnings and drink the water. But as long as you're not sure which way to go, then the only choice is to give it your all. Embrace Torah Mitzvahs wholeheartedly. Expand your mind with daily dedication to Torah learning and perform Mitzvahs with the passion and excitement of all your heart and soul. When your kids see that you're half-hearted about Judaism, they become quarter-hearted. But when you embrace your Judaism wholeheartedly, your children realize that it's meaningful and it's worth investing their own hearts and minds into it. That was the malaise of the day during Isaiah's time. His imagery of God being weary of the people's sacrifices was designed to mirror their own service of him. If they were bored and disinterested, how did they think God felt? Too many of our people are Jewish, kind of into it, but not really that motivated and inspired. Merely going through the motions is as boring to God as it is to you and ultimately to your kids who are watching you. Only you have the power to decide whether your Judaism is going to be half-baked or alive and exciting. May you merit giving your everything to God, to your family and to your community so that you are serving with passion, enthusiasm and unwavering joy, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaic Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicopress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.